so this is like my second time <laughs> trying to record this. The first time, there was just a lot of wind uh, from outside, and I know from previous, like when there, I didn't even notice, you know, because you don't think the wind's blowing hard, but when you're recording outside, you can hear all that. So, it's my second attempt, and you know, if I got to do it the third time, like, all right. <laughs> we'll see where this goes. So, I was watching Americans, America's Got Talent, and this one really brought me to tears because... He's a young man. I think he was 21. And he didn't want to be there. His mom had signed him up. He plays the saxophone. And as he was presenting himself, you know, in front of the judges, you know, you could tell he was really nervous. Um, and they had asked him, like, well, you know, Simon being Simon. Well, the saxophone, you know, it comes and goes, like... In the age or whatever. Uh, you know, it's either a hit or miss. It can go out of style and all that type of stuff. So he had just like asked him his opinion. And the guy had said, well, I think it just depends on the person, you know, who brings it into style. And then they were just like. Just asking about him, like, where did this passion come from? How did he start and all that stuff? And he was just, you know, it was probably out of all the episodes, it was the longest conversation they had had before he started. And this guy had been bullied for a long time when he was a kid because of his face and his voice. Um, because of how he looked like. Um, just because how he was born. He had been born premature, so that's why his, you know, he's got, like, dents in, on his forehead. And so the kids would call him Hammerhead. And because of that also, like, it caused him to not, I don't remember if it's breathe right, like, his lungs, something about his lungs. And so the way he talks, like, it's kind of airy. And so that's, you know, they would make fun of his voice and stuff. So being bullied for so long in school he you know be had become suicidal and being in that state like you know i think with anyone you come to a desperate point and you do anything that puts you in danger or others in danger you don't think about anything and he ended up not but what did come out of that was this passion for the saxophone he had picked up the saxophone and that's just something that kept his mind busy and he loved it so it's something that he kept going and so when he played you know the audience was surprised like he he played very well and and it was just one of those, like, teary moments, you know, because he was so amazed that people loved him. Um, everyone was crying, you know, and it made me cry, too, because it was just so emotional. You know, 
it resonates with you because they said like not just with him but other contestants that have cried too it's just like they all have similar stories where they don't feel like they have that potential but they have that drive and passion that you know what at least I made it here attitude like to share that even in their vulnerability to share something that they love even in their fear in their um discomfort you know being in front of an audience that big can be uncomfortable and to share something you love no matter what you're going through so and then to just see that reaction uh something that stood out to me was that one of the judges said like you know people love this so much because you love doing this and when you love doing something people see that in in you they resonate towards that they are attracted to that um because they see how much this means to you how special this is to you and when something is so special to you you love something people see that and they want a piece of that you know we're in this world where we want to feel accepted we want to feel loved to understand and to have trust within each other to be able to share that with one another as human beings it amazes me how we walk around um especially being in america can be difficult because it's just you're in a place where everyone's from everywhere you know you got all types of religions all types of uh, backgrounds different color of skin different languages and it's hard it's harder to communicate you can feel lonely even though there's so many people we can be in a big neighborhood yet people have feel so alone and i had you go to other countries and you see like the difference when i had went to mexico i was really amazed about how the people carried themselves and kind of watched out for each other because it was such a small town most of the places over there like they're small towns you know of like probably 40 50 people in like a little small town 60 70 i don't know and then you have to drive ways or go out your way to go to the next town but in that small town like everyone waved at you you know everyone was pretty friendly and not because they wanted something out of you or wanted to know or all this stuff it's just that's just the way they are they had built that community where they know they can trust you know their kids with the neighbor or whenever they need something oh you call that person you know go to this person for anything like each person has a gift and talent a job where we can all share that and bring it to life because it's all you have i mean it's just a small group of people and i think that's just so amazing to see and so now like in this time that we are at in a place where we are at well at least for me and probably you that are listening uh living in a place where 
you're surrounded by all types of different people. I mean, just stop and look out your neighborhood, you know, just observe who your neighbors are and what they do. Is there any communication there? Do you know your neighbors? We have gone in this mindset, well, it's not my business, who cares? And it's like, it kind of is, you know? Because you live right next to me. We share the same land. We share the same mailbox unit. We go to the same stores. Go to the same gas station. Yet, we're just strangers. We just are like robots. Get what you need and go. It's kind of sad because even that, like, with social media, it said that in order for someone that you care about or maybe that person who wants to know about you or care about you, the way they contact you best is through social media. Like, in order for someone to know, to see where you're at or how you're doing, they have to go on an app just to see how you're doing or to hit you up. Like, where is that community? Where, Where is that trust in one another? Like, we really, it shows how much we care about ourselves. It shows where our heart is at. I know for me, like, it just comes to a point where you're just kind of tired of putting that energy, that effort on others that don't do the same return or whatever that may be, or just out of convenience to hit you up, um, just when they feel like it. And so, I'm just rambling on. (laughs) To me, what that has shown me, like, starting with Americans Got Talent with that, is just, it brought me to this place of, okay, I'm in this place where I'm learning to not people please. I'm learning to put boundaries. I'm learning how to spend my time, who to spend my time with. And it really has brought me to this pressure where, like, I really have no excuse to get that creative side of me out again to really dream again and put that in reality i have no excuse and no nothing to stop me really from building that foundation of my dream those desires that i had as a child You know, that passion. Where is that passion, that drive? What is it that gets me going? And I love 
sharing. I love community. I love um, making like the little things, making others understand. Being able, being able to be transparent with others, knowing or hoping that 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 person, it could be a blessing to them. That in some way I could be used as an instrument as well to get them to their next destination, to get me to my next destination. And it really is the little things I... Even now, like, being out of my comfort zone, I realized for so long, you know, I thought I was very outgoing, but really, I had come to this point where just, I would only talk when I would feel like it, and, or share a certain amount with others only to make me feel better, or whatever the case may be. But it's just to this point where, like, wow... Um, being uncomfortable and how the little things have become so much more meaningful to me. That little fire, right? Starting to revive again. To love others. Not because of what they do to me. Not because of what they can offer to me, but because I have been able to love myself and accept myself. And not because of my own strength, but I needed a a higher power, an ultimate master, a powerful almighty God, my creator, to show me, tell me, stop me just to say that I'm here and I love you and if you let me let me show you what my love means to me I want to show you why you mean so much to me I want to show you why I love you. And I couldn't. It took me a while to just stop. Like I would hear that, you know, over and over. But to really stop and just being open to receive God's love. There's a difference. Receiving it receiving it fully and not letting go of it that has changed me and transformed me to be able it enabled me to love others because I know not fully all the time and not always but just enough to know that wow a love like his a deep love like his to love me 
when I am truly nothing, when I have nothing to offer, when I don't see myself in that way, that didn't matter. He loved me. He chose to love me. And when you understand that, the love that God has for us as individuals, it really changed my perspective on how to love and how to love my enemies. You know, the worst of the worst, the people that have hurt me. How to love and teaching me how to love and that doesn't mean the way the world defines love the way the world defines love is um it only satisfies just for that time it's always temporary it falls back it doesn't bear fruit it doesn't take you somewhere next it doesn't take you to move forward but just kind of go it only gives you enough answers where you go around in circles but when you learn and receive god's love he teaches you by the holy spirit the holy spirit who he has sent to be our helper to be our helper until he returns, until Jesus returns. And the Holy Spirit has just taught me so much in what that really means to love. To be honest, to be truthful, even when that may hurt the other person's feelings. It's not about smiling all the time and hugging and waving. But to have a, be able to say the truth out of love, not by our feelings, but by the truth in his word, in Jesus To be honest, I didn't think this is what I would end up talking about. But I think it was definitely most necessary. And again, not out of my own feelings. Because I can only share the truth about what I have learned. And the truth is not something you can just go Google. It's not something you can just go buy. It's not just something you can be convinced. But being open to receive. To know this person named Jesus. Who a lot of people have buried. When he is the only truth way to life because he's had he's had said it 
Because his tomb is the only tomb that's empty. No other human being can do that. No human being has ever done anything like that. To resurrect from the dead. No other human being was sent on earth as fully God and fully human. No other human was made, was word made in flesh. We all came from somewhere, (laughs) and it's not from monkeys. If you believe that, then it just shows how much you even value yourself to compare yourself to an animal. It is hard to believe that there is an ultimate creator that created this creation out of love. It's hard to believe all the things that comes with believing in Jesus. But that's the thing. When you get wrapped up on trying to figure out this creation, where we came from, asking all these questions, trying to see what church you belong to or what doctrine is real or not, you can't do that unless... You receive Jesus first, and all of that will come. But when you go out searching it on your your own, it won't work. It won't work. I can only share with you what I have been through in my experiences. And honestly, like... Every soul, I believe, longs for that truth. Every soul, I think, longs to be accepted, to be loved rightfully. We just don't know that subconsciously in our mind. But as time passes, I think we all come to realize, you know, we need something more than things that we can just buy, than things we can just um, make out of our own, than just being around our friends, being around other people that make us happy or give us energy. We come to a point, I think, where when you have nothing, when you've been stripped away from everything that used to make you feel good, you come to a point to ask, like, who who am I? What am I doing here? What is my purpose? And that's exactly what happened to me. And when you seek him with all your heart, when you seek, he will answer you and he will be there.
we can feel so far from this almighty God. Be like, who are we to talk to him? Who are we to talk to this creator? But he will catch you. He will catch you when you least expect it. Not because you deserve it. (laughs) But because he loves you. He loves you and wants to see the best version of yourself and he knows how hard it is he doesn't want you to struggle he wants to be a part of your life he wants you to be honest with him to get to know him because you want to get to know him not because you want something out of him Jesus has taught me how to um how to what's it called? I wanna say cultivate, but I don't think that's the right word I'm looking for. It. He has helped me how to how to love in my relationships. He has helped me define what is a relationship, what is healthy. He has helped me put right relationships for me that will take me to be a better version of myself. He has helped me be understanding of my relationships around. Most importantly, the relationship I have between me and myself. He has taught me to love me, to teach me to heal, to teach me to stay going when I don't want to, because he loves me, and whenever I accept that, When I make that decision to let him, it all goes well. Because I can choose not to accept his love today or in the moment. He's not forceful. And that has been my daily challenge is to not look at God, not portray God as my previous broken relationships that I've had. Not putting a face on God. Because when I do, I I fall, I mess up, I get angry, I get frustrated because I'm putting this image on God that isn't 
his character. That isn't God's nature. And it's a daily challenge. It's a daily challenge on deconstructing my old beliefs of what I was always taught on what I've seen and what I've experienced. Taking down, ripping down those false idols, those false images I've had of God and rebuilding that relationship. Rebuilding that relationship, rebuilding that brokenness, restoring those areas of my life where had been ripped away through the help of God. And no matter where I am, I am free to be who I am because of God, because God has set me free through his son, Jesus, who has taken up all of my worries, all of my concerns, my my fears my trauma my past he's taken it all all so that I could be free and be connected to the father father God he knows I can't do it alone so he has sent the Holy Spirit to help me to be my teacher to be my guide to Be my reminder to do things right that are honorable and pleasing to God. Not to impress them, but because it's for my own good. And when I understand that this loving God loves me fully, not because of what I can do, but because of who he has made me to be, I can trust that God wants good for me and that everything he does allow and gives, it's for good and for a purpose. When you understand who you are, when you have found who you are, your identity in Christ, your identity Your true identity. You, you're not afraid of the unknown, of the lies. Because he is the truth. And he will light up all those areas of your life. In your heart, in your mind. That have troubled you. Those dark areas that have haunted you. He will bring light. It's a daily decision to heal. It's a daily decision to say yes. It's a daily decision to show up for practice. 
You want to get to that finish line, you got to show up (laughs) to practice. No matter how you feel like. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. Let God love you. Let God love you. You've given everyone else a chance. Let God love you now.